Good afternoon, Steeler Nation. This is Rudy, Rude Dog Reyes, with 970 ESPN Radio, Pittsburgh. With the second coming of the bus, who had several opportunities with the Steelers in that second position, hence the word the second bus, and Veron Haynes. Welcome to the show, Veron. How are you? I'm well, Rudy. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Just trying to get the day going on here and uh, move right along. Um, so then, um, I certainly appreciate your time. I know you're busy, headed to different, um, different, not only interviews but you know uh, meetings and things of that nature. So I really appreciate your time uh, that no you're taking problem. to speak with me. Hey, for the Steel Nation, I love it, man. Awesome, thank you. And I'm sure all the people that are listening will probably think the same exact thing to you. So then, you had a five-year stint with the Steelers. Touchdowns seven, seven, came. Seven, seven, seven. It was seven? Yeah. yeah oh, was, my gosh. Two times there, I was, uh, I was injured, you know, but I came back, you know, a couple of games. You know, I played, I, I played, I played seven up there. But, you know, it's not, it's not noted that because I didn't, uh, you know, I was out for uh, the, the 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 elated time that you were getting, you know, mm-hmm. credit for, credited for. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so with seven years, you had a really good run with the Steelers. No pun intended, of course. Touchdowns came. You had some great carries. You added some receptions as well. Um, kind of similar to maybe an all-purpose. Like a quick, you know, quick slant on the ride, or a little boop over the, you know, <laughs> over the defender, uh, and you were needed in in the backfield. Uh, what do you believe was your best attribute while being with the Steelers organization? I think honestly, you know, being able to, like you said, run, block, and catch out the backfield. Uh, my niche, where I found my niche, was on third down. I was starting third down for a few years there, uh, back and. Um, being able to pick up the, the blitz, right? You gotta, you know, they come with all kinds of clever disguises on third downs, and being able to pick up the blitz, and seeing it coming, was a kind of my niche, my my role that I fell fell into. Well, you definitely found your niche. I mean, you had you know all types of uh, all types of good stuff. I mean, uh, you you gained 660 yards, 159 carries. You had a 4.2 average, which is pretty good. Three touchdowns. 39 receptions as well for 322 yards on an 8.3 made uh, PR. Uh, and he had two TDs, including one from Antoine Randall L., no less. Um, you, you had missed most of the season 2006 due to that knee injury. How did you acquire that, that knee injury, and what did you do to get back on the saddle again? Well, uh, I acquired it out in Oakland. Uh, they had just re the whole field. They have a baseball slash uh, football field and they had just put down new turf out there after the baseball season was over and we played the first game out there and we had a couple of a few knee injuries that, that, that game if, I, if memory serves me right. But I was able to uh, you know fight back, battle back and, 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 and just rehab really hard and strong and dedicate myself to the weight room and Came back and persevered through that, um, through, through through a lot of hard work and prayer, and played the next season. Came out to 
training camp and, 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 and really was not at full go, but was able to do some, some, some real, make a significant impact. Well, your impact was felt on, on quite a few occasions. Um, what kind of what kind of versatility were you able to provide that that backfield upon getting um, uh, given the okay to get back onto the field? Well, at the time we had we had Deuce, we had Jerome was uh, Jerome was out, I believe, and Willie was still there. Uh, so we, 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 I was kind of like the one in the middle, like the one who, who, uh, Deuce was, uh, Deuce was still the, 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 the Wiley vet, and Willie was still the young pup, but we were still, I was right in the middle of the versatile guys that could uh, kind of manage, 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 manage the backfield, uh, and, and, and give it a, uh, a little one-two punch with Willie and myself. Yeah, absolutely. I was watching uh, the Super Bowl forty. Of course, I had to get my football fix, like like most football fanatics out there. But mine have to be a, a Steeler crush. So then, yes, I said that Steeler crush. So so I turn on Super Bowl forty and I'm watching it, and I, I see you get a couple passes, and it, it was just an amazing season. Uh, Rodney Bailey had said the same thing. Uh, uh, Tyrone Carter. I mean, everybody I'd interviewed. It, B Mac or Brian McFadden, as most people know him, uh, vice versa, also had such a great time uh, with the Steelers. And I'm going to ask you a very similar question to what I had asked uh, Brian McFadden: Was do you believe that it was Jerome Bettis's year? Like, for example, everybody wanted to give their all to help Jerome get that ring. I mean, he had came back, he had fought through adversity. His mindset was he was going to quit. And be done with it, and end up being fifth all, all time without a ring. What was? What are your thoughts about that? Absolutely. You know, uh, when you have an inspiring force in your locker room like that, sort of like when Ray Lewis exited the Baltimore uh, Ravens. You know, you you want to give your all for those guys, man. They, they, these guys have played their careers and have gotten to the big dance and, and the show. Maybe have come up short a few times, and 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 and. And they have been leaders on and off the field. So when you you got a guy in your locker room, you just want to like that. You want to play and and give your all of every single snap because there's no guarantee next year. No, and the, absolutely no guarantee that you're going to win it either. I mean, to be honest right. with you, you're going to get down. Um, for example, the greatest show on turf, the Rams versus the, the Titans in that particular Super Bowl, and they were you know relatively a yard shy. And right, could have ultimately right. won that game. Right. So, <laughs> and Tennessee yeah. has not been back there since. So, you know, clearly you have to take those opportunities as they do arise. So then, you're heading into um, one of the last seasons um, as a, as a Steeler player, and you were brought on. You were taken off. You're brought back on. You're taken off. I mean, what was running through your mind regarding all those releases and being brought back onto the team on a regular basis? Uh, would, do you believe it was something you felt that was difficult to do, or were you ready at a moment's notice? How did you how did you handle that? Well, you, you, you have to stay ready, right? Um, in this league, opportunities come few and far between, so you got to stay ready and prepared. I, I felt that I knew I gave myself an advantage than 
than other free agents because I kind of knew the system and for a long time being up there. And uh, whenever they called uh, to, to, to see whether I was in shape, I was, I, I was always on the dime's notice ready. Um, so with that being said, it was difficult, but mentally you have to stay focused on the task at hand, which is being prepared because, like I said, the opportunities, you don't want them to slip through your practice your hands because mm -hmm. they are few and far between. R right, absolutely. So you were Trinidadian. Yes. You were born um, in Trinidad. Uh, yes. You were drafted by the Steelers in the fifth round, 2002. Um, you had three great and outstanding seasons at uh, Georgia University. Uh, Explain to me, if you will, how you ended up to appear on the cover of Pittsburgh's magazine. <laughs> I really want to know that because I, I, I see the issue. <laughs> I see that issue, and I thought to myself, that's Baron? What? You don't, you, don't, you don't understand how much the guys in the locker room wag me for that one, man. They, they hung the pictures up all over the walls in the, lock, in the weight room, in the bathroom. <laughs> so I didn't get to live that one down too much, but... Uh, man, it, 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 if you read the, the, the cover, it doesn't give you the, the do ju just right. because it's just it, it's just Pittsburgh's finest, right? But mm -hmm. it, they're they're talking about more inner beauty than out of exterior beauty, right? You know, it, it, it's more the stuff that you did in the community and giving back that they that they were more so hitting on. Right, right. Well, I mean, a, a lot of the covers. I mean, the old the old adage of you can't judge a book by its cover is is probably a lot more true when it comes to you being in the magazine. <laughs> so, so then, so then, uh, you know, knowing that you had various types of um, capabilities on and off the field, what do you believe attributed to your endeavors off the field? yourself I mean clearly you know not not only not only was, was he the only one in, in the locker room with that type of swagger and personality mindset you know him wanting to go off the field to you know to create the uh, the, the Jerome Bettis foundation um, you, you you have done you obviously have done quite a few things as well in the in the community um, additionally so then turning going into your last year you had signed with Atlanta in 2009. You were released and then re-signed. Another release and re-signed. Uh, you headed out of Pittsburgh in 2007 into the next chapter 
uh, the rest of your football life. What was the most fulfilling aspects playing for the Steelers by comparison when you were playing for the Falcons? Honestly, I think the, the, the most fulfilling part of playing for the Steelers is knowing year in and year out that you were going to be, you will have a shot and a chance to make it to the playoffs, not only to the playoffs, but to get a ring. You know, and kudos to the Rooney family, which it starts at the top and then trickles its way down uh, to the way they draft, the way they pick their coaches. I mean, they do, do a sensational job year in and year out of preparing the guys for, 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 for competition on and off the field. So being, being prepared, ready to go for not only you know, the, your, your last hurrah, if you will, of football headed into a post-football life, I mean, did, did, was there a certain time that you knew your football career was going to end? Well, honestly, that's when I did check back with Jerome. And, you know, he, he was, I had a career. I had a, uh, I had a great, good run within the NFL. And I still had one foot in, one foot out, you know, still working out. And ESPN had offered me a, uh, a job interview, and I was on that. And then the, the Falcons actually called me. Um, when Ovi Mahaley went down one mm-hmm. season and asked me to come back. And, you know, I kind of went to Jerome for some advice. And, yeah, he, he, he said, well, you know, you got a bush in the hand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a, 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 a bird in the hand, you know. Right, it's, right. It's, 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 it's better than, than two, two, right? Yeah. So he was like, dude, uh, it really comes down to you have your career here, right? That's established, and you already know uh, that it what it holds. You you go sign on with the Falcons. Now there's no guarantees for for uh, longevity and that. You know they can cut you in next week, and mm-hmm. they, what? ESPN is not going to wait for you. you no, know? Mm-hmm. they're going to move on mm-hmm. as they should. You know. Right. So um, with that being said, I made that that made it even more easier for me to just leave the game. So then you felt that you had not only left everything on the Steelers field, but you left everything on the Falcons field and you were just done with no regrets, no looking back. No looking back. No looking back. I I know one thing. Every every chance I got, I gave it my all. I played and I did everything I was supposed to do on on that field. And it, it was no regrets. It was no regrets uh, looking back. So then you realized after you were done, you were you were mentally just, you know, you were checking out, if you will, <laughs> football, yeah. and you had other pressing things to do with your life. I mean, was it your body that said enough is enough? Was there a mindset that existed? You know, was there some type of conflict? It was, it was a little bit of both. Your body, your body is telling you every day whenever you wake up and you have to get in the hot tub right before even meeting start, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're showing the practice and you're in the hot tub, man, mm-hmm. just to get loosened up. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and so, so your body's telling you that and you've got aches and pains or bruises. But mentally, too, it's like you have to prepare and train each year and, and, and kind of like revamp yourself each year because Remember, three guys, three hundred guys come in, uh, approximately, and three hundred guys have to go out. So mm-hmm. each year becomes a different uh, task to to to, to stay here. I tell the young guys all the time.
time. It's, right. It's one thing to get there. Staying there is the task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think the sentiments uh, that I've received from, you know, the likes of, uh, you know, Tyrone Carter and Brian McFadden relatively ring true all the way across the board, that once you're there, you got to do everything you can to stay at that top to be the best that you can be in your respective position. So speaking of positions, now we're headed into a 2014-2015 back-to-back 8-8 eight and eight seasons. What are your thoughts, Veron, on this upcoming Steeler football season with OTA and training camp right around the corner um, as far as who would be the best option taking over after Jason Worlds is done with his one-year tender? Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, the one thing that I know is that the best guy will win the job. I don't know who is that that's going to be because there's so many factors that has to go in, right? You mm-hmm. have to take, take in consideration uh, the injury factor. You got to consider you got to consider who's going to be who's going to be uh, uh, in the right opportunity as far as as far as have who's going to give a shot um, with the first team or the second team? You know, it, it's so many factors that play into that 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 big spectrum of starting that you know I think it's it'll weed itself out. You know, and make no mistake about it, the Steelers will play the best guy. I know that the best guy will win the job and and, and well deserving. Uh, the one thing we know about the Steelers organization, we don't play favoritism in there. Right. You you have to you have to earn that spot. You have to earn everything. Nothing's going to be given. You got to know who the next man up is. You know. Yes. Correct. <laughs> and I Correct. think once once Jason uh, has served his one year tender, and and be it whether or not it's a successful season, which obviously you and Steeler Nation, as well as myself, hopes that that's what it turns into. Uh, after having two back-to-back eight and eights, uh, that he would end up getting another offer to stay, and and depending, it it's really up to him, you know, right. individually to say whether or not uh, it's something that he feels that he can do after the one year if he wants to come back. If he doesn't, so let's just hope for all intent purposes that uh, that he does come back because he's he you know he's going to be an elite component uh, headed into this season. Absolutely. So heading out of football. You currently reside in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Okay. I do. Um, you're you're an active pillar, someone who has served on boards of directors, um, a company like Turning Point and Alpharetta, which is a nonprofit yes. women's healthcare organization. Uh, yes. You was it was uh, co-established in 2003. Uh, there were a lot of and still continually is uh, a lot of needs for women who have breast cancer and either have survived from it or going through the process now, uh, unfortunately so. Um, and you currently also give back uh, to Trinidad through your own you know, philanthropic um, efforts. Uh, you formed Red Sail Water Sports Company. Uh, you, you have different appearances that you handle along with the Ron Haynes Foundation, football clinics, camps, commentating for ESPN International. You have your plate full. Literally, it's kind of overflowing. So, how do you find time to give back to the community, and what steps are you taking to help see it through its uh, growth pattern? Well, I the question was, how do I give find time to give back? Well, yes. the, 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 you just you, you make time. You know, uh, 
I, I, I posted a quote yesterday on Instagram. If you're standing with your hands balled up in a fist, that you can visualize that, and you're not giving, there's no way that you can receive. If you open it up and you give sincerely out of your heart, then it comes right back in. And, and and that's and that's how I live, you know. And I and and, and I kind of made a uh, 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 a kind of notation. Uh, a wise man, number thirty six, once told me, you know, when I put <laughs> for my team that I played for in the uh, NFL, man, he 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 really was deserving of that title of, of a wily veteran and 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 a guy that deserve all the accolades. I'm 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 really really disappointed that he's not in the Hall of Fame right now because he needs to be for all what he's done for, for the, not just for Steeler Nation, but for the NFL, period. Talk about Jerome better. Yes, no, of course. No, absolutely. No, there's a, when you say 36. <laughs> That's it, man. You know, I can honestly tell you to, to touch on that note very lightly. Uh, I really believe that he deserved and is very deserving of going into the Hall of Fame before Warren Sapp. Who, who in turn, and very likely, uh, has called the Steelers on several occasions old and slow, which didn't sit well with Steeler Nation as a whole, and certainly didn't, didn't sit well with me. And yeah, there were some older guys, there's some older players, and you know, uh, there's a difference between old and vintage. It's like saying, I'm going to bring Terry Bradshaw back to play quarterback. It's like, well, no, that's not a smart idea. <laughs> you know, or I'm going to ask uh, Jerome Bettis to come out of retirement. You know, it's not going to happen. So, so with the bus not being in the Hall of Fame, in all honesty, is a real crime. It's a real crime, and it's a true disservice to him being fifth all time in rushing, which takes a lot more time to accumulate than Warren Sapp being in, in the Hall of Fame and getting the and getting the nod over his sack list of well, quarterbacks. Especially the way how big he was. You know, a lot of people don't understand. It's, 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 it's a valiant effort every year that he gave to, to, to this game. And 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 he, he, he demonstrated that year in and year out consistency. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't a little guy who can just scat and just not not take a lick. He, he, he was pretty he was pretty big. So, you know, he took he, he, he took the bump for those uh, accolades. Yes, he absolutely did, and, and uh, to, to, to further your point, um, you know, he didn't get fifth all-time because he had people that he didn't run over. There weren't people in his way that disabled him from becoming fifth all-time. He didn't just walk into the end zone. He had to work to get in that end zone. He had to break tackles, shred people, you know, hand to the face mask to just push them off and just, you know, taking people with him. Was was by far one of the better feats than just being able to get through an offensive line to to get a tackle. I'm sorry, but those are those are two completely different sides of the ball, and we can have a separate conversation about this all together. <laughs> Matter if you come on, you can come on with Jerome. We can all have this conversation. That's not a problem. <laughs> that, that's a whole other hour right there, Vron. Yeah, I'll be sure to tell them that this evening when I meet with them. Sure. <laughs> awesome. So, so headed into your your endeavors to help not only in your community, um, as you get into you know things such as the Red Sail Water Sports Company. Tell me a little bit more about that and how does it actually uh, help uh, your homeland? Well, it was a, a, a I was down there a few years ago and. There was no like beach 
uh, activities. Everyone's just lounging and chilling, having a great time on the beach, all the beaches, and there was no like water sports activity. So, you know, I bought a whole bunch of equipment and just started, you know, compiling uh, a bunch of equipment and just um, sending it down there. And, and we, we formed a red sail sea and uh, we went around to all the hotels and, you know, offer discounts and stuff like that. We had concierge service that would pick you up and take you to and from. So it, it, it really was just me saying uh, to, the, to, 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 to Trinidad, you know, it seems to work everywhere else. Like, let's bring more tourism here. Right. Let's 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 put Trinidad on the map. So, uh, with that being said, it, it was working. It's still a work in progress because we're, we're we're building each and every day and, and, and getting better, bigger and better. But you know, uh, I think the, the the joy of seeing the tourism and uh, come in and, and 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 really respond and be receptive of it is is is, is what I get a a, a lot of joy from. Right. No, I mean, absolutely. You, you have to be able to give back to your community. And, and I've said this to, to NFL prospects, and you really have to understand where you've been, literally, physically, to say, you know, I recognize this is not a great area. I want to give back to try to make it a better area. And that goes across the board. That goes across oceans. You know, it goes across systems and time zones and everything else under the, under the sun, literally and figuratively. Uh, and to be able to give back to where you came from, it makes you more aware of what other needs, you know, maybe need, you know, maybe needed to be addressed in order to resolve in a future tense. So, the Veron Haynes Foundation. Tell me a little bit more about that. Is that is that clinic based? Is that camps as well in, in an NFL style setup? How does that how does that work? Foundation was formed after my sister passed away, and we brought uh, to the Steeler game. Like my my sister passed away at 26 with breast cancer, so we wanted to give back to breast cancer and uh, and raise the awareness. So we will bring a family out, whether they were going through breast cancer, chemo, slash uh, just got the news, or 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 have had had been through it. Uh, to the game just to let them know that we care you know somebody is out there that that, that actually sees that the 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 the, the family's effect the, the effect that this uh cancer this disease has on 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 people and families and i just wanted to say you know that we that i really believe in the people uh, you know in the in a in a in, in us forming together and coming together and finding a cure for this uh, disease because one out of eight women will get affected uh, by it and you know we all know somebody whether it's uh, whether it's our, our, our aunt or uncle you know our, our, because it's not prejudice and and, and, it, and it doesn't just just happen to, to women you know and, and, and it doesn't care about what gender you are or, or how old you are so that being said, we just wanted to do more, and that's when I formed the Veron Haynes Foundation, and we partnered with uh, Turning Point of Atlanta here now, and we're doing some really cool stuff in the community. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's really just taking off, it's taking a mind of, of its own, but uh, that's the reason why the 
Gerard Haynes Foundation was formed. When it hits so near and dear to your heart, you kind of want to feel our own stuff. The onus is on you to give back. Right. You know, I, I, I can personally share a real quick story. My, uh, my sister is a cancer survivor. Um, I've also had uh, family who have uh, been taken by cancer. So, uh, you know, that, that actually touches quite, quite uh, clearly with me. As a matter of fact, August 2nd, um, which is a rock out show, uh, which will appear quite a different uh, array and assortment of musical artists, uh, is trying to give back to the American Cancer Society. So, uh, and I'll be there as well. And um, I don't know if that's something that you'd like to uh, like to attend or not. What do you think, Ron? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely love to attend if if if, if I uh, can definitely. Uh, you said August second. Yes, sir. I will get back to you. I, I, I most definitely will check my schedule and get back to you. If I can be there, I most absolutely will be there. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Ron. I definitely appreciate that, and I will make sure that I get the word out to Steeler Nation if they aren't already listening, which I hope they are. So with that, with that being said, I thank you very much, Ron, for your time. It was, it was excellent talking with you. You gave me a lot of great insight, uh, not only during your, your, your football career, but post-football career, and I know you're busy. And, and, you know, it's always nice to be able to appreciate former players that have taken their time out to give back of themselves, not only the community, but to others who don't have as much or those that are in need of assistance. So with that being said, uh, have a great day. I wish you the best in your endeavors now and in the future. And if you could let me know that if you'd be able to attend that, August 2nd would be phenomenal. Absolutely, Rudy. Thank you again for uh, calling me up, and uh, I look forward to me talking with you in the near future. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And uh, ask Jerome to give me a call uh, if he's got time. <laughs> he can. <laughs> I will. I'll see him later on this evening. I'll, I'll definitely mention that to him. Awesome. Have Thank you so much, Ron. Thank you. And this has been Rudy Rudog Reyes on 970 ESPN Radio, Pittsburgh.